Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. We are in the middle of the fastest moving technology shift in our lifetime. And for the majority of us listening, we live through the birth of the internet. So that's definitely saying something. Here's the good news. It's good news. Truly, I have so much to fill you in on. Join me for my upcoming workshop, The Market Shift. It's so crucial to online businesses that I'm offering it completely for free. No strings attached, just pure actionable insights that will help you navigate the coming changes. But that's not all. If you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get exclusive access to my brand new mini course, The Two-Click Funnel absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I'm running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Join me and prepare your business for the future. Go to bossproject.com shift to register now. If you're hearing this, there's still time. Don't miss out bossproject.com shift. Hello, everybody. How are we? How are you? I'm good. It's a really good day. It is a really good day. Uh, we got paid today, so it feels pretty <laughs> fantastic. And we were able to take a little uh, little extra off the top, which is pretty nice. But we're kind of talking about that today, payments and monies and how it all happens. But we're, I want to preface this conversation uh, with really setting the tone for... Listen, I know we toot our own horns all the time. like, And I'm really freaking proud of us for doing the work that we do. Six-figure months six-figure launches, six-figure all the things, right? And I feel like sometimes when you hear that from some people online, especially, that you must be imagining, okay, well, they're working nonstop night and day, right? And I really, really want to come in here, and this is the point of this entire episode, to remind you guys that we have never, ever, ever been those super hustler type of creatives and entrepreneurs. It's not in our nature. It's not in my blood. I literally want to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so that isn't to like rub it in even more of like, look how much money we made and how little we work. That's not what this is about at all, because there's a lot of strategy and there's a lot of intention. But I also want to kind of let you know that this is attainable for you if you're setting up the right systems, if you have the processes, if you have the products and and all the things that make a great business, right? But just know that those successful launches and the successful months and the bonuses aren't met with us working nights and weekends. They aren't met with us not spending time with our family and not eating and not taking care of ourselves and not all of those things, right? We don't believe in working like that anymore and having a business like that because it's it's literally not healthy. And since our business is based on being creative and having this space to think of strategies and think of concepts and serve our community, that's literally how we make money, then we have to have the headspace in order to do that. It's so true. And this really, I want to like preface it with like the life I was used to living before this business you know, I worked corporate for a long time. I did that nonprofit. I did the agency life. I did the like true in-house designer. And in those jobs, I would be lucky 
lucky to get two weeks of vacation. At some of those jobs, I was getting two weeks of paid vacation. And at other jobs, they gave me two weeks that I was allowed to take off, but I wouldn't get paid at all Mm -hmm. when I took it off. And so to be in the position that we're in this year with the circumstances that we had, that we were able to take 12 weeks Mm -hmm. of paid vacation, paid leave this year. Not that we were like gallivanting (laughs) the world. We didn't go. I mean, Emily went one place. Yeah, I went to Mexico. But that's it. Like, we just, we stayed home and we like... We're able to catch our breath uh-huh. for some things. Yeah, a big chunk of that was my maternity leave, which mm-hmm. Abby also used to catch her breath and take care of her health and like figure some stuff out on her own end. Like our business like shut down in the sense of we weren't really present mm-hmm. and we weren't like actively intentional about growing and we weren't implementing new strategies, but we were still making money because of some things that we had set up. And that's what we we're gonna go over today. But I really want to preface that with because a lot of the stuff that you can take away from day, they're not rocket science. Like it's just, it's not, but I want you to remember that it doesn't take rocket science to be successful. Right. And sometimes it takes like the most blatantly obvious things in order to make it happen. And that's what we did this year. And in order to continue to get paid and to continue to make more money, like the leave, the paid leave that we took most recently, we made more money during that paid leave than the paid leave we took earlier this year. Right. And it's only up from here. Right. And so I want to break down like exactly, you know, what are the things that we did leading up to those leaves? Were they planned? Were they a surprise? And like, how did it all work? So let's start at our first leave, which happened at the very beginning of the year, like literally January 1 into February, Mm -hmm. I was taking maternity leave and Abby was, you know, healing. Yeah. I had been in a car accident and had a traumatic brain injury and I needed the time to let my brain heal and like make those new connections. And so I spent a lot of time not on the computer, Mm -hmm. a lot of time going to doctor's appointments and focusing on my health and focusing on getting better. And I was supposed to be running the business without Emily. And the cool thing and the really beneficial thing is we had planned for Emily to be gone. Yeah. We definitely did not plan for us both to be gone. And we were able to kind of get things moving and grooving had everything set up so that not only could she be gone, but we launched a new website. Mm -hmm. We launched this podcast Mm -hmm. and we launched a program completely on autopilot. Yeah. So let's back it up into last year or the year before us going into that leave. So we're talking uh, third quarter of 2016. So we knew that I was going to go on maternity leave. We got placed uh, with our birth mom in July of 2016. So we had from July until January in order to prepare. So that was obviously in our favor. Like that amount of time, we knew, okay, here's the blog post that should go out. Let's have this team member step up into this role so, you know, she can format the blog and work ahead. And we're going to launch the podcast. So here's how much stuff we need to get ahead and what's the process for like. So it was a lot of like setting up the systems and setting up what can be pushed out and what can we literally record and write in advance so we can know that those platforms are going to survive, right? But then it was also like, well, we also want to make money. And so can we launch something? Can we literally go into launch while I'm not going to be here? Can we sell something while I'm literally sitting in a hospital? 
So we launched the beginning of December in 2016, and it like continued into the new year. So Emily was able to be present for two webinars, mm-hmm. I think. And we were able to just kind of put the remainder of the launch on autopilot by having a bunch of emails pre-scheduled. They were already set up in ConvertKit. They were already formatted, literally waiting to send. Mm -hmm. All the links were ready. Everything was built. And to be that prepared, it meant working hard to get ahead. But keep in mind, we didn't go above and beyond like working a ton of overtime to make that happen. I think there was an occasional Emily had to write on a Saturday morning to get some extra emails done. But for the most part, we were working our typical schedule at the time and Mm -hmm. really just making it work and fitting it in. And our typical schedule at that time was Monday through Friday. So we had tried that summer to take half day Fridays to just enjoy the summer and like have some time to ourselves, right? And I was in the process of moving and all that stuff. But I think during that time when we were getting ahead, we did decide, go ahead and let's work all day Fridays. And so it wasn't necessarily more than a quote, normal work schedule or workload, but more than we work more than we work now and more than what we were working, you know, the month before we decided to get ahead. Right. So for you, that might look like, okay, well, if I know that I'm needing to prepare for this thing, adding on a couple extra hours, getting up a little early, like taking advantage of that time, like when dinner's simmering on the stove and like cracking out an email or scheduling an Instagram post, like it might seem really inconvenient then, But trust me, when you're able to fully like unplug and check out when you want to go on leave or go on vacation or whatever it might look like, you're going to be able to fully enjoy that time knowing that you did it and it's done beforehand. And I want you to keep in mind that like at that point in time, our team was very, very, very small. Yeah. We had someone helping edit our blog posts. We had Allie who was setting everything up on the website and getting it scheduled And that was it. Mm -hmm. That was it. So at that point, we communicated with Allie that there might be a lot of like work ahead that she could do. And we also let her know that she would be formatting the new podcast episodes that were coming out. So that meant like recording the training video, Mm -hmm. like deciding how we wanted those posts to look once they became live. So we're doing that stuff in December and November when we knew the podcast wasn't even going to launch until January. But we're thinking ahead of that stuff. What questions is she going to have? What can we set up and solidify now so she can just do it? And her being able to do that and like having a team. So we also got a team to edit our actual podcast and upload it to iTunes for us, which was a huge weight off of our shoulders. Yes. But since we knew it was going to be pushed to iTunes, we knew Allie had it under control and she was going to format it for the blog, pin it to Pinterest, you know, do it to Instagram, all of those pieces. That piece right there is what helped us bump into the top 15. Yeah, we we got our business podcast, the one you're listening to right now, in the top 15 of the business category. We actually landed in the number 13 spot within 48 hours mm-hmm. of launching the podcast. And that was all on autopilot. Oh, yeah. Like, Abby was, like, texting me, like, we just, like, got into, like, 15. Now we're at 14. Now we're at 13. Yeah. I was holding my newborn baby, and I was like, oh, cool. So you don't really care. I mean, it's awesome, but I was, like, so in this other zone. Yeah, you were 100% in baby mode. It was the strangest thing. Mm -hmm. Like, not only was she in baby mode, but, like, I was just not all there. And, like, 
it was great. Like we were so blessed that it was able to work out that way. And our launch that month did well. Mm -hmm. Like compared to the previous year, it was a very good month. Compared to this year, it's not like our biggest month by any means. Not but that's close. how this type of business works. Right. Is your third, your last quarter of whatever given year you're on is going to be your most profitable. Right. Because you're implementing new strategies. Things are growing upon each other. You're testing, you're repeating, all of those things, right? And, but for us, like our first month of the first year, like it was great. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, super happy about it. So then let's talk about a little bit when we came back into work, it wasn't still necessarily full time. No, we were trying to figure out how do we work Mm -hmm. with my schedule, like getting to doctor's appointments and Emily's schedule with a newborn. Mm -hmm. And like, it wasn't, oh, Emily goes to maternity leave and then she immediately puts Penelope in daycare. Right. There was... Four months. Four mm-hmm. months where the baby was home mm-hmm. all day. I mean, I was on maternity leave for four months. I did not go back to working full time no. until we found a sitter. Yeah. So, I mean, you were there sometimes, but I was definitely holding down the fort. So, oh, yeah. And we're not even counting that in the paid leave. Right. Right. I mean, we counted the month like of January <laughs> and then... Emily was just like whenever she had a spare minute, but she was distracted. Like the amount we got done those couple months was definitely slower, but well, I remember like if we had to record for a webinar or we did need to record for the podcast to get ahead, I literally had to send Brian and Penelope out of the house. Like they drove around the neighborhood, they went went to Target, they went on a walk so I could have the house silent and do my thing Right, because, you know, newborns are unpredictable. (laughs) I was lucky enough to have a partner who got four months paid. That was insane with his work as well which that's super super rare and so I'm recognizing a thousand percent that that ability is a huge factor into why I was able to go back to work so quickly why I was able to do anything at all and why we were still able to stay afloat financially the fact that I was working and you weren't right we we had backup right Yes, we were a man down or like half a man down, (laughs) but we could still move forward. I could still communicate with people. Mm -hmm. We could still plan and we were moving forward. I mean, I would say really great considering the circumstances. We were making a little over 10 grand a month. You can check out all the reports on Mm -hmm. the blog, but I was really happy with it. Yeah. And then we had... A great launch. Yep. So then I came back, or like full time, full time. We found a sitter, which was oh, amazing. Best um, thing ever. The best thing ever. She loves it. I love it. Everyone loves it. It's such so fantastic. But the deal with that is, it's only four days a week. Yeah. So now, if someone who's used to working five days a week, I now am off on Mondays because I have a kid at home, and like, yeah, I couldn't really get it much done, right? No, we tried you working on Mondays for like a hot second, like a second, yeah. And then she also has to be picked up by 4.30. My partner doesn't get home sometimes until 5.30 or 6, so I was used to sitting at the desk until he walked in the door. Not so much anymore. I have to leave at 4.15, go pick her up, and then I like I actually like to spend time with her, you know, or we run errands or we do stuff. And so for a little bit, I think we tried for me, like, going to pick her up, coming back, and continuing to work. And then we were like, you know what? 
we're getting half the shit done, not even, like a quarter of the shit done that we would want to be getting done, and you're like distracted, and she's cranky, and you just want to hang out with her, or you want to do this, like, let's just call it. 4.15 is the end of our workday. Yeah, so 9, 9.30 to mm-hmm. 4.15, Tuesday through Friday, mm-hmm. with the hopes that we were still trying to do half-day Fridays, and part of that uh, really stemmed from... I mean, who doesn't want... Who doesn't, right? Sign me up. (laughs) But my spouse, uh, during the summer months, he has Fridays off. Or not Fridays off, but half-day Fridays. And so I really wanted to be able to spend time with him. Now, did we do a fabulous job on it this summer? I think we did a way better job last summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, life is life. And Mm -hmm. four days, or sometimes three and a half days a week, and getting as much done as we did is incredible. So then going into March when I was back at work full time, that's when we, you know, had a crazy successful launch. That's when we learned Facebook ads. That's when we did all of that fun stuff. And I'm really excited that it happened in March because we were able to test almost an entire new launching strategy. We launched a challenge for the first time. We launched Facebook ads for the first time. We did things differently, a lot of things differently for the first time. And so what that set us up for is later in the year, come August, when I was going to be in Mexico for a week and we decided, okay, if I'm going to be gone for a week, like we all want to kind of take some time off, but what's something that we can capitalize on? What's something we can do during that week where none of us really have to touch it that much but we can still be like growing or like being intentional about something, right? So we decided let's promote a free challenge while I'm gone. Yeah. Well, you totally skipped our summer vacation. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Well, that so back up for a hot second. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So in July, um, we had done a, a massive, our first massive launch. I mean, it was our t- second big launch of the year, but it was definitely the first one that was like, holy moly, this is like totally new. Oh my gosh. But we were so tired. So tired. Like I've never been this tired in my life. No. And so we were like, we're going to take the 4th of July off and a week around it. Yep. Yep. So we did. Like most people are like, who takes a week off for the 4th of July? (laughs) I went to the lake. It was fantastic. I didn't have any service, so I couldn't even pretend to work. It was amazing. You got so tan and I looked <laughs> so white. It was so good. So we weren't launching anything during that no, time. No, no. We, we were literally just like we just, peace. Well, yeah, we had literally wrapped the launch like a day before mm-hmm. and then we moved the start of class till after our vacation. Yeah, so we gave, that's right. We gave them a full week to kind of dive in. We were in. like, you're welcome. Just take a week to do some bonuses. This this is in your benefit. When we were like, we got to go. We're like, peace, be, be back soon. Yes. And we came back and that's when we started dripping the content for Strategy Academy. Yes. So we had never, we didn't never, we had done all the bonuses in advance, but we hadn't recorded the main content right. for Strategy Academy until after we took a week off in July. Yeah. Well, and that taught us another lesson that I really enjoyed learning and that I'm glad um, we did. We tested it literally for our sanity. So we normally, like when we would launch something like doors close on like a Tuesday and like they can get access to the class and everything just happens, right? Like it's just live and it's there and it's whatever. Well, for this time we were like, I actually think that them taking a week off to go through the bonuses, kind of set up some of their systems and like 
clear their schedule for the rest of this program. I actually think that really makes sense for them because this is a meaty program. It's really beefy, right? And so, yes, we were taking it because we needed to leave and I was going to Lake and all of this stuff, but we learned that giving them that window really helped them be more in tune and present once class actually did start. It's so so it's something we're definitely going to implement again. I'm interrupting myself to bring you something that could change your business forever. I'm hosting a workshop that's so important. I've made it 100% free for all online businesses. Here's what I can promise you. Inside the market shift, you're going to get the most value-packed 90 minutes you've seen in years. I'm going to share the ecosystem that represents online businesses today. You're going to walk away knowing how to create more predictable income and sustainably scale, regardless of where you're starting today. You'll uncover the AI secrets top entrepreneurs use to stay ahead, boost productivity, and secure their future. You'll have the exact equation that's making wealthy people wealthier and be able to steal copy-paste it before it widens the wealth gap any further. When you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get access to my exclusive brand new mini course, the two-click funnel, absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I've been running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Save your seat right now at bossproject.com shift, then share it with a friend. There isn't much time between now and the workshop, so head right now to bossproject.com shift to claim your spot. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We had, you know, a great July. We rolled into another launch. I think there was a couple days off at random. Right. I went to a leadership conference and took some time off for that. And I went to Tulsa a few times. Yeah. To see family. And then in August, that's when we decided to do like something pretty radical while Emily was in Mexico. Yeah. So we wanted to literally, I was flying out on a Saturday and we wanted to start running an ad on the following Tuesday and it was going to start or Monday, Sunday, Monday. And it was going to run that entire week. I was gone. And then when I came back on the the Sunday, we were going to start a challenge on the Tuesday. So one day in between. And so we knew that we wouldn't want to start a challenge while I was gone because we educate and we teach and we're live and we're present for the challenge. But what could we do to get people excited and in the door? Do I really need to be there? Do we both really need to be present? And the answer was, well, if we record the ads, if we get them set up, if we get them scheduled, if we figure out what emails are going to be sent to get people to sign up, all the links are working, then we can both kind of check out. 
So what that meant for Abby was she was obviously checking in on the ad budget. She was turning things off and turning things on. You she mean was spending like spending a, a shit lot ton of money. money. <laughs> a lot of money. She was maybe being a little bit more present in the Facebook group if people have questions about signing up for the challenge or like building upon that excitement. I think you did like a Facebook Live or two to mm-hmm. get people excited. But that was it. Like, no, no, I wasn't really focused on much else. I think yeah. I was... Wrapping up maybe some sales page stuff, but it was definitely a lighter week for me. The things that we've learned from doing this so often is that when we launch, it's like the reverse. Like, I know it sounds like you should be doing more when you launch, but we plan to do less so that we can focus on our people. And so... So we like look forward to a launch because we're like, oh, we don't have to do anything else but show up for our people. Yeah, which is for us a big oh, break. So nice. It's, I mean, it's a little stressful. Like day one's amazing. All right. And then there's and then the little, kind of weird. and then we question our life, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. it gets amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you've seen any of our launch wrap ups, not seen, heard, yeah, and you'll other, hear that, you'll uh-huh. know that that's consistently what happens yeah. every time. So you were gone in Mexico, and I spent like eight thousand dollars <laughs> in Facebook ads. Yeah. And you came back, and I was like, so the budget spent $8,000. And I was like, cool. I was like, God, she's not going to kill me. Um, Because definitely. Because it was 50 cents a text message for her to text me. Well, I I didn't even know I could text you. And then you text me, like, on day five, and I was like, I could have asked you about this. Before and you're like you asked me literally like 75 questions in one text message. I did, and you're like, I need updates on all of these things, but please do it in one text yes. message. Yep, it's 50 cents. We're the cheapest people on the planet. <laughs> I just don't want to pay 50 cents to text Mexico. It's basically the United States. Like, get no, oh, no. it's right there. It's not like I'm in China. It is, it's it's digital. It's going in the air. Oh, my God. It doesn't make any difference. I'm so... Cell phone companies make me violent. Jared, Sidebar nation. Jared literally asked me if I wanted to change companies today, and I was like, no. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Tangent over. Back on track. So, Emily took that week off. I had a light week. We mm-hmm. came back, and we did a launch, and now we are kind of... When you're listening to this, we've just wrapped up our biggest mm-hmm. launch of the year. Well, closes tomorrow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, then you still have a hot set. <laughs> um, but we're rolling into something I don't think we've really told you about yet. Oh, I think we've mentioned it. The Maybe as a sidebar. Total sidebar. But we're taking... The entire month of December off. Yeah, yeah. So that means one batshit crazy of an October, like our October. <sighs> because we're launching in November. Which, which means we take everything else off the docket. Right. No interviews, no meetings, right. no strategies, no right. brainstormings, right. no nothing. Serving, serving, serving our customers. So everything... For November and December and the first part of January had to happen in the four weeks of October. Yep. And it had to happen knowing that we can only fit it in in four days of the week and we had to stop at 4.15. So keep in mind that us prepping for three, basically three months of content and work and strategies and all the things literally happened in the same amount of time frame that we've ever worked before. Like I cannot work anymore because there's a small human involved. 
So like we literally had to fit it in with the hours that we already were given. So again, this wasn't working nights and weekends. It wasn't figuring out Mondays. How's Emily going to do this meeting? It just couldn't happen. No, I think the thing that really set this like apart was we had always, we've talked about taking December off forever. <laughs> yeah. Last year, it didn't happen at all because A, we decided to launch in December. <laughs> Crazy. A podcast, a course, and a website. You know, whatever. You know, maybe we could have just picked one. Uh, <laughs> so we had a lot going on last December. We definitely took time off for Christmas, but we wanted to make it more about family and more yeah. about relaxation and getting back to creativity. And so we had always talked about it, but it was like coming in probably August, early September. We we're like, okay, if we are literally mm -hmm. going to do this, mm -hmm. we have to plan and like, not just plan no. like we normally plan, but like Everything. literally like map out every podcast episode, uh -huh. map out every blog post, map out every email, every piece of And content. put it on a calendar so we can block out our schedule. Yeah. So we spent, I mean, six or seven hours yes. on one day literally. and then probably another four hours a different day. Uh-huh literally just planning putting things on the calendar and planning and and before we even did that we had to do like a harry potter style i solemnly swear pinky swear life blood everything that we would hold each other to not doing any work in december because she's asked me like three times already yeah i can work in december literally because th that's what we do we love our job we love it we love doing these things. And we also know that oh, if I just do that little thing, it'll like get me ahead for this or it'll do this or it'll make life easier here. But you know what? So will baking Christmas cookies. So will sleeping in. So will taking my daughter like to see Christmas stuff for the first time, right? Like all of those things will fulfill me in a different way, just like it would if I were to go like get ahead on something for work. So we've really, really had to gut check each other and hold each other like, nope, I know as enticing as that sounds right now, you're going to regret it when you're doing it. So don't do it. So I think that the big difference rolling into December versus January of this year was we really, really, really knew that to keep up with our expenses because we have a pretty large team. Yeah, it's, yeah, now that, it's grown from January to now. Oh, yeah. So we had to continue to make the income not only to support us, but to support a team of 14 people. Uh-huh. I don't know what we were thinking <laughs> other than they've all been super crucial to our growth. Oh, yes. And because we have a team in place they can get ahead mm -hmm. and they can work on things so that yeah. they can take probably not the whole month of December off, but definitely. Well, and it's up, I mean, it's up to them. It's right? true. Really? Well, it's up to them. They're, they're independent contractors. So yeah. They get to decide their. Our last thing content wise. Yeah. I do think we had to bleed a couple of podcast interviews into the first week of November, yes. which is like, again, we took all of November off for launching. Right. But so I think we're doing like three interviews that first week, which it just had to happen because we literally ran out of hours in October in order to do the interviews. But that gets us the first two weeks of podcast for January, which is phenomenal, like super excited about that. Even though we'll be back to work at the end of that first week, it's already done. That's one less thing we don't have to kind of oh sit and take and record and like figure out. So that's the only thing that's bleeding into November. But other than that, like all of it 
It's back. It's done. And I mean, I'm super pumped because rolling into the new year, we just brought on a person that really, he's more of an agency. So mm-hmm. he has a bunch of people under his belt that are going to help us continue to ramp things up because, I mean, here's the deal. And this is me being completely straight and completely honest with you. We could continue to do what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. and make plenty of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be enough to support us and to support our team. And our husbands would be very happy. (laughs) But Emily and I are Mm go-getters. And we never stop at the idea of a challenge. Mm -mm. If someone's like, you should go do this. We're like, heck yeah, we will and we'll crush it. Yep. So... We just have big plans for this company. We have big plans for what we want to do in the future. And we definitely still want to take a lot of time off to enjoy our family. Yeah. But ultimately, we want to grow. And so we brought Phil and his team on to really help us work on our evergreen funnels. Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked about it in the past, but I just want to reiterate to you, the only way we've made money up until this point has been launching. Uh A live launch. And so, yes, there are people that go buy Trello on a random day of the week without us promoting it. Right. Yes, there are people that go buy our other courses that are open on a random day of the week. But there is no active thing in place other than some content sprinkled here and there. Right. That is pushing people to go buy things on random days of the week when Mm -hmm. we're not launching. Mm -hmm. And so... Phil is going to be an integral part of us trying to ramp that up so that our launch schedule can continue to be lighter. Because sure, we took 12 weeks off this year, but we want to be able to continue that Mm -hmm. and also just have less of a hectic lifestyle. Right. I think think both of us dream, especially as Penelope is getting older, I dream of like, you know what? I just want to take her to a movie today. Or I just want to go do this. We have that. Like, like, well, literally speaking of this week, I'm heading out of town to go be with family for a family emergency. And it was one of those, like, I literally have to take off the next two days. And we just make it work. And that happens right now. And it's fine. But I, I just want more, like, lightness of that. Like, business light. L-I-T-E. You know what I mean? Like, the light version of what we're doing when we're not in an active live launch because I want less of those with a bigger effect and more stuff working in the background. So tangibly, I want to kind of call out some stuff. So if you guys are like, okay, cool, cool, but I don't have a giant team. I don't have passive stuff. I don't have this. What are the things that you could be setting up in order to put your business on autopilot? So first of all, I know it's super obvious, but like getting as much of the promotional stuff out of the way. We have learned that preparing for a launch at least 30 to 60 days in advance is the best we can do in order to like breathe a sigh of relief, knowing that that thing's going to go off without a hitch, that all the things are like connected and everything works. And if there happens to be a fire that we have to put out, we're able to do that and able to see it and able to step in. So I'm talking about prepping your Instagram post, your Facebook post. If you have a podcast, schedule out and record those episodes, batch shoot your days as much as you can, two to three episodes a day, get it done. Like on those days that you can do podcasts, prep your emails, get those uploaded and formatted and scheduled in your software. Like if you hustle hard, for like a month. And what I mean by hustle is like, even if you're only working four days a week from 9.30 to 4.15, right? Use whatever time you have and just 
be super diligent about getting stuff scheduled and put out because once you're once it's scheduled and put out and you're able to take that time off, if you have to like check in on some like replies to an email or like comments on Instagram, that's all that you're doing. Right. I think the biggest key, and I mean, I'm going to hit it home again, is that we have everything planned. Yes. Like not kind of planned, not, oh, I'm going to post on this day. No, we write the post, we take the picture, we load it to our software. So it is literally either going to post on autopilot or we have to press three buttons to Mm -hmm, get it out there. mm -hmm. And if we didn't do that, you know, it, it definitely used to happen. Like we, we could launch without that. Like we successfully did, but we made way less money and the more things that were planned yes and the better we were able to look at the team we did have because even in January and our team was super tiny we looked and saw in December okay if we ramp this team member up she can do xyz over Mm -hmm. here while we're gone Mm -hmm. so knowing that the podcast can still get pushed out the blog post can still get pushed out stuff can still get pushed to social media when we don't have to do that we just had to create the workflow and the plan of action so she knew what to do so even if you've only got one person like are you using them to your best advantage when you're preparing to take time off and when Abby's saying schedule everything like I'm literally looking at her calendar where it says like time off here for this doctors record this exact podcast as the title of the podcast there listen to this webinar, interview this person for the podcast, Emily, write this email. Like it literally says that in our Google calendar, it like the title of that email, the title of that podcast, who we're interviewing, Emily on this person's podcast, 30 minute phone call with this person, um, outline these webinars. Those are stuff that we typically, unless it was a meeting, we typically wouldn't put it in our Google calendar because like it only gets put in our Google calendar if someone's clicks our calendar link. Like if they specifically need time from us was the only time in the past that it would get on the calendar. But you know what that led to? Double booking ourselves. Yeah, we would like have a 30 minute meeting, but also say we were going to report record a podcast at the same time. And that's literally impossible. Or even as simple as we have a 30 minute meeting. Oh, we were going to try to outline that thing today. Well, I guess that's not happening because we have the meeting. Right. And stuff just gets pushed off. And we have the freedom to do that. Like, Again, that's the anti-hustle attitude. We do have the freedom to scoot some stuff around. But if you're trying to get ahead, yeah, like you have to be really diligent about what is happening every hour of your day. So to make it easier, we actually put a zap in place so that every time we added something to Google Calendar, it automatically made a card in Trello so that we could see either the meeting mm-hmm. or the task And then we were able to like rearrange those cards and put them on the right list and put the right labels if necessary. But it was making that system as automated as possible. So we weren't like double, triple writing things. Or forgetting something, like letting it slip through the cracks. Because I can't tell you how many times we're just like, oh, that didn't get put on the calendar. And it's here. Like we're getting an email about something or whatever. Right. So I think spending that time and really keeping track and you have to, have to, have to track your processes and workflows so that if you know you're launching something mm-hmm. six months from now, if you're launching it in the next two weeks, you need to be writing down yeah. every step you're taking, every email. Because that's writing. the other piece where I was going to come in here is the one thing that helped us launch while I was in or promo while I was in Mexico easier, knowing that I was super confident about how the promotion was going to go, knowing this is the amount of people we should expect to come in, knowing this is then the amount of people who we should expect by 
A, because we had done it before, but because we took diligent notes on what worked and what didn't the first time. Mm -hmm. So we knew data. We had stuff to expect and ways to kind of curve around challenges or pitfalls or whatever. So I'm not saying you have that now if you haven't done it, but if you're not taking track of that, if you're not taking the data and if you're not doing the recap and what worked and what didn't, so you can literally just rinse and repeat with changes, then like you're recreating the wheel every time. So before we jump into talk strategy to me, I want to ask you a question. Sure. What are you going to do with your time off in December? I'm going to bake all the cookies. Yeah. I know I'm going to go to Tulsa a lot because family stuff. Right. (laughs) My grandpa's not well right now. Like literally, hopefully he's still alive in December, which is pretty depressing to say, but I don't know the answer to that. But we have a yearly tradition with my Nana where all of the girls get together and we spend two whole days baking. And my favorite part, marshmallows. marshmallows. I know. So we do a ton, like a ton of stuff. And it's going to be Penny's first year to participate in that, which I'm super, super excited about. So I'm going to be able to take that time off and, and like be able to spend as many days as I want instead of just heading down on a Friday night. I do want to show Penny, I think the Plaza Lights and like helping it snows and like do some cool Christmas in Kansas City stuff. Are you going to do anything with your painting? Probably. So I'm in right now, at the time that we're recording this, I'm in a self-induced painting challenge for 15 days straight. And I'm hoping at that point I've gotten, you know, kind of my style refined or figuring out what I'm doing. What I, what I hope I don't end up doing in December is like building another business. Like I'm trying to do that now and like get some stuff set up because I want to like creatively work. So if there's a workshop I can do online or if there's like some cool supplies I can test out, I might do that. But yeah, we'll see. I think you'll end up building the other Probably. (laughs) We like working like a lot. Yeah. What are you going to do? My husband will still be working the majority of the month. So I will be flying solo. So I'll probably get a massage or Ooh, yeah. a couple. Yeah. Um, I'll get my nails done. I, I think I already have my hair appointments scheduled nice. and I am just going to take some time for me. I'm sure, I'm sure that I will spend a lot of it growing my oils business. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's an obvious way to make some Christmas money, right? <laughs> but yeah, I just really enjoy it, and I don't necessarily get a ton of time to work on it right. when we're in full-on TCC mode. Yeah. But it's been interesting. Like, I never imagined, A, that I would grow a business with someone else, and then B, decide to grow a second business. I mean, we're just either insane. That's it. There's no other option <laughs> to what we could be. You know, I just young and restless. Well, okay, so I really do want to say very quickly, and then we'll we'll change the subject. But <laughs> I think it's because I crave the beginning stages of business. Yeah, because there's the way our business runs now is very different. Like, oh, yeah. what I do for the business isn't necessarily super creative, right? And I love it. I you're like, now it. you're posting on Instagram again and like taking pictures with yeah. like flat lays. And, and I'm like, no one else is doing any of the work uh-huh, for me. Uh-huh. Like I am doing you're all of it. again. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I started a new blog. What yeah. the heck? I, I don't have well, any That's a whole other episode. That's a whole, we'll come back to that at some point. Yeah. But here's your talk strategy to me. Yes. Here's what I recommend you guys yes. do. 
Right now, I want you to go research and decide a social media scheduler. Yes. We personally use Me Edgar and love it. And we also use Later for Instagram and love it. So pick one. It doesn't matter. They all have their pros and cons. Yes. Just go pick one right now. Decide and spend a day. Schedule it in your calendar, mapping out where are the posts, what are the titles, what are the graphics, what are the captions. Like do all of that pre-schedule it. If you're going to launch anything, right? Like we just wrapped up Thanksgiving, Black Friday, all that good stuff. We're heading into Christmas. Do you have any emails that you need to prep so you're not like going crazy during the holiday season? Do you have some different coupon codes you can prep? Different like little promos that you're going to have flash during Christmas time and like get all of those mapped out. Mm -hmm. Write the emails, pop them up into your email provider and Mm -hmm. schedule them. Mm Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.